0: Hello friends. Welcome to the Snoring Bulldog podcast. Hard to believe that a week from now it will be fall. Yahoo! I wait all year for it, but it goes by way too quickly. And I think we need to start Halloween season practically in August. It just goes by far too quickly. I can't bear that Halloween is only a month long, especially this year when it is in jeopardy. So we need to Halloween it up. Things just keep getting weirder and weirder in Southern California. Like much of the Pacific Northwest, we are engulfed in flame. I'm so grateful that when I say that, I don't mean me personally, I haven't had to evacuate or anything like that, but the smoke inhalation, it's hot and we want the doors open to cool things off. We can't because the air quality is so poor. The dine-in restaurants, especially my beloved tea rooms that are in Los Angeles County, I don't even know what to say they finally got an okay for serving outside and whether it be that they're allowed to put tables and chairs on the sidewalk, they use a parking lot, whatever it might be. So people have been jumping through hoops, spending all this money to get tables, chairs, umbrellas, canopies, you name it, to be able to serve outside. And then we get this incredible heat wave that makes nobody want to go dining in places that are hot. If they do, the darling servers have to be running back and forth, covering all this acreage to get out to these tables that are much farther away now in this horrible heat. But I don't hear restaurants complaining. I hear them rising to the occasion and giving people incredible experiences getting to dine al fresco, which is my favorite way to do anything, is outdoors. I just love being outdoors. That's all there is to it. So if that weren't enough, now our eateries in Southern California, especially Los Angeles County, are dealing with the fact that you have to eat outside if you want to be served. It's boiling hot and now there are raging fires, in some cases involving evacuation of the people in the towns where the eatery is located. The one place that comes to mind first is the Four Seasons Tea Room in beautiful picturesque Sierra Madre, California. If you can support Rosa during this time of incredible challenge, I know that she would appreciate it more than words can say. I would say your best bet would be to order something for takeout. It's that simple. It's too hot, fire. I don't even know if she's allowed to serve anybody under the circumstances right now with the air quality the way it is. We're scheduled to have an event there two weeks from today. And I'm not sure if it's going to have to be rescheduled Based on what's going on, supposedly the fire nearest her, I don't know if this is 100% correct, but what I've been told is that the expected containment is until October 4th. So we shall see if she's able to serve indoors by then. We could do that, but I don't see that happening with Los Angeles County anytime soon. Then again, what do I know? I'm routinely amazed in wonderful ways. So that's what I should be expecting, (laughs) to be blown away by collaboration, by winds shifting, whatever it is. For example, even with the heat, for some reason, the effects of the smoke in the air, I would have thought that would have made the air hotter, but no, I guess because the sun isn't coming through as much, things haven't been quite as hot as expected. One more thing to be grateful for. When I got home from yesterday's tea, I immediately got on a phone call with a gal I met in a Facebook group That is for female entrepreneurs that are business coaches and life coaches, and I don't know what all they do. I had mentioned to the starling gal, Heather Brims, who I will talk about in a moment, that I had joined a number of female entrepreneur groups last summer looking for someone to sponsor this year and give $1,000 to in celebration of the 100-year anniversary of us getting the vote, of women getting the vote. I didn't think this money would do much. I just thought it would give the person a little pat on the back and encouragement that they're doing great and keep going. And there would be things that they could buy with the thousand dollars for their business. So the gal that I had chosen, she's already closed business with that in mind. I'm grateful. I didn't give her the money because that would not have been enough to, to get her through these strange times. So what does darling Heather do and why am I bringing her up? I can't put into words what she does, not because it's confusing, but because I am so in awe. She has an incredible background in education. She's always been cutting edge and in demand and starting up programs that are revolutionary for how to engage kids, especially special ed kids, and how to make the connection between parents, administrators, teachers, and kids. If I've got this wrong, Heather, you can let me know. But right now, at this time when there's so much homeschooling and hybrid learning, never has somebody like Heather been more important as a resource for how to navigate these unusual waters and do it not only efficiently and effectively, but with a plum and humor and confidence and poise and calm. Let me see what she says about herself. I asked her if she could tell me a couple words about herself, and then I'm going to tell you about her website, what it says there. The reason I bring this up is, well, we are an academy. The academy is supposed to be about enlightenment and learning and erudition and enrichment. Heather knows how to connect everybody in the family together, to work together to not have a stressful environment. Let's find her message. Oh, I asked her, who should I say needs what you offer? She wrote parents and educators who are struggling and anxious about remote learning. If that doesn't sum it up. Here's what she said. She's a previous educator, current coach, and mentor, and she's helping people understand and connect with each other in addition to providing support with the crazy COVID remote learning. If anybody in your life, whether you are homeschooling kids, you're a teacher that is on the verge of tears, perhaps you have a family member with younger children and the family member is involved in homeschooling, hybrid schooling, whatever it is, this is the girl for you. She has this soul as deep as the sea She's got intuition sparking out of her ears. I mean, you just can't believe this girl. She's got intelligence. She's got this incredible hybrid of qualities and skills that have never been more important than they are right now when it comes to education. So you'll be hearing more about Heather. We talked about her being a guest on my podcast, and I told her that I won't be interviewing people until next year because right now this is just a little brief catch-up session kind of thing, not a show that I actually assign themes and all that kind of stuff. But for right now, things are changing so quickly that I'm just using our brief time together on the podcast to tell you about stuff that maybe has changed in the last week. You may have signed up for something or read something that was planned, and then I will say, oh, no, things have all changed. So that's what the podcast purpose is for now. But I'm hoping to even get Heather writing an ongoing tips. I don't know if i would call it a column, but for our new Sino Shure News Bites, when that grows, or for La Vie Sirene magazine, which we're going to be resurrecting next year. Our first issue of La Vie Sirene will be about warriors. And as I may have mentioned previously, that includes healthcare workers, clerks at stores, the postman, the teachers for sure. All frontline workers and anybody that homeschools, I view them as a warrior. So that is what we're going to be asking for submissions about for the issue that will come out probably late January. So people have time to work on it during the holidays in the beginning of January. So there's Heather. Let me tell you the name of her business. If I were smart, I would put a link in the description, but I never remember to do that. The description of her site is Building Bridges with Coaching for Connection. Her website is coachingforconnection.org. So if you're ready to build some bridges at a time that bridges seem to be blowing up, this gal will help you. Let me see if there's anything else of import. Nothing will be as important as that. I can tell you that. I've already mentioned that our fifth stop on our Omnitail and T Tour, meaning at the Four Seasons on September 27th, may need to be rescheduled because of air quality, fires, evacuations, heat, a lack of the ability to dine indoors, and basic Armageddon. Someone asked me yesterday about how early I will be posting things or what's going on with this, what's going on with that, what events are planned. I usually post events the moment I know we're going to be doing them, whether it's six months hence, nine months hence, two years hence, not anymore. You're lucky if you find out about something a few weeks hence, because for example, if you choose to come to something and then it gets canceled and I refund you, I pay fees on every single reservation through PayPal. That's just how they make their money. That's fine. So for every refund I do, not only did I not make money, but I literally lose money. And as most people know with the events, I don't make any money. And for example, at the Friny Fisher team next week, the Miss Fisher Mystery Celebration, I spent on the little teeny weeny party favors. It's just one little thing, but I spent double what I budgeted. I know a few people who are shaking their head at me right now, and maybe I will stop doing that one day. For now, until the dust settles, we will not be able to book stuff more than a few weeks in advance, or post it, I should say. Sometimes I have things booked, but nobody knows about it yet because the owner and I will be doing sort of a let's see, let's see, let's see kind of thing. That's what we're going through right now. Uh, Next week's Franny Fisher Tea at Pamela's is nearly sold out. Very soon, I hope that we will be announcing a Halloween tea. Very, very, very excited about that. For now, I need to button my lip and not say more. There are a few more things, but we don't know what's going on with timing and protocols and state mandates and the weather. So, my friends... I almost said keep calm and bramble on. (laughs) If you listen to that show, you know that that's how the nameless host always ends it. Oh, I need two more actors for oracles. One of the roles is a weaver and the other role is a beekeeper. If you know of anybody that wants to dabble in acting from the comfort of their home, please get in touch with me because those are the only two parts left to cast. I'm very excited that we were able to cast 47 other roles only two more to go. Next up for me is going through the beta edits of Ada Hancock and La Shaw Noir, the Victorian adventuress story, then getting that to the proofreader so she can get it back to me mid-October so I can make the changes, get the books ordered, and then we will have them in time for November 14th. As always, please let me know the kinds of stuff you want to do, especially now, places you want to go to tea next year, and I haven't said, which I should have, let me know themes you want for next year. We have our Steampunk and Outrageous Etiquette in March. We'll have our Beatrix Potter at the Rancho Los Alamitos in Long Beach when they reopen. I have not gotten responses back to my last couple of emails, so I'm just not bugging them for now. I'm hoping that Terry at Tea in Time and Forget-Me-Not events can do her wonderful Corpse Bride Tea in October and her Jane Austen Tea in December. So those are two things to look forward to. If you know any artists or composers or writers who could use a little support, let me know. That's what our nonprofit is for, is to get the word out on people, to serve you, bring out the creativity in you, and give you a reason to smile. So keep smiling, and I will talk to you soon. Ceriste som tuta.